It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction, servicing the entire state. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field, and here we are, Brad. We are putting this podcast together, putting it together on this Thursday, December 16th. And I'll tell you what, the weather has been absolutely wild across our country, hasn't it? Dan, you walk outside this morning, it feels like we've bypassed winter, and it feels like a spring morning. It just has that feel to the air. I think the temperature uh, first thing this morning was around 50, and uh, that's going to be a springboard to blow away the record for today. Uh, The record is 60, set in 1971. And again, if you're listening to the podcast uh, down the line here in days hence, we are talking about Thursday, December 16th. But uh, it looks like record will fall uh, today in Connecticut. And uh, yeah, we were talking offline about the crazy, crazy weather nationally uh, that's been going on this weekend. Uh, And uh, truly, our hearts go out for the folks that suffered through that uh, terrible EF4 tornado. Uh, One a category down from the worst tornado possible, an EF5. But this EF4 covered 250 miles, and I'm sure everyone's heard about it. I mean, uh, places like Tennessee and especially Kentucky and into into Indiana, just uh, totally devastated by this sort of -of out-of-season uh, tornado that came through. And Dan, I cannot imagine a tornado of that magnitude coming in in the middle of the night. So think of your communications in the middle of the night. You probably have your phone muted or down very low. Uh, the television is likely not on. Um, and so then all of a sudden, this action is going on outside your house. And then all of a sudden, you no longer have a house. Uh, it, it just must be the scariest thing imaginable. Yeah, no question about it. And then on December 15th, which would be uh, last night on a Wednesday, first time ever a tornado warning was issued in the state of Minnesota. That's never happened before until December 15th. Dan, again, you know, talking offline, uh, winter is trying to come in. I mean, we always talk about uh you can't fight City Hall. And the days are are shortening as we head toward the winter solstice and cold air is building across Canada. And that cold air uh, up at the North Pole and near Canada wants to come south. It's trying to come south. You know, thus far, we'll talk about the climatology for the first half of Connecticut here in December. Uh, It really hasn't made much of a push into New England yet. But, you know, we, we talk about a normal front, and across a normal front, you have maybe a, a 25-degree te- temperature drop when the front comes through. I mean, it might go from 50 down to 25. But we are talking some record warmth, especially 
over the southeastern part of the nation, working its way up into the mid-Atlantic, working its way up into New England, and even at times in eastern Canada. And again, weather records uh, around here go back to 1905. And uh, so in that 116-year span of weather records, we are looking at not beating a record by one degree today. I'm talking about beating the record by four degrees today. So that is a uh, that's a shattering of a record. Uh, the record for Thursday, December sixteenth, is sixty, set in nineteen seventy one. So if you've and, and and this is all due to that southeast ridge, Dan. We talked about it last week. The ridge in the upper atmosphere over the anomalously warm Gulf of Mexico which is inducing this ridge, and the ridge extends to off the Florida and Georgia coast. And a, a little teaser here, Dan, we will discuss in great detail about that southeast ridge and its implications for our weather in the upcoming winter when we do our winter forecast, which will be on the winter solstice, the first day of winter, which is next Tuesday, December 21st. So we'll talk about that southeast ridge. But the point about the tornadoes is instead of getting that 25-degree temperature drop behind a what's a typical cold front, we're talking maybe a 50-degree temperature drop across that cold front. I mean, when those poor folks in Kentucky lost their homes or whatever, the temperature went down into the 20s when that front went through. So, I mean, it was just, it was in the 70s during the day, and then it went down into the 20s. So, you know, not only did the folks not have a home, they were displaced out of their homes. It was freezing outside as well once the front went through. So we are talking about a tremendous temperature contrast across the front. And then there are a lot of upper-level dynamics at play. Uh, one thing we talk about is a uh, negatively tilted trough, which uh, sometimes causes the, the the biggest storms we can ever get. And and there was a negative tilt trough in play. I mean, you you put all of these things together. And it was like a, uh, a, a ghoulish, nightmarish uh, scenario. And uh, as you said, happened again last night in Iowa. Five tornadoes, as you said, in Minnesota. A tornado warning issued for the first time ever in the month of December. But winter is trying to come. And I'll give a little teaser here. Because last week on the podcast, Dan, I remember it clear as day. And I'll say it because I nailed this part of the forecast. I said the height of snow lover depression in Connecticut was going to be on Thursday, December 16th, when the temperature gets up into the 60s. And it is going to do that today. So to give those folks a little bit of hope, and Dan, your ears are going to perk up. There are signs that when we head toward Christmas and New Year's, the famous Greenland block will start to reestablish itself. And once that does, game on. Wow. Wow. So we've got a lot to talk about here. We do. Uh, before we get to the climatology of the first half of December, you talk about the temperature discrepancies when there's a 50-degree swing in the temperature. When you get those kinds of temperature contrasts, does that help 
to fuel these storms. Absolutely does, Dan. Think of uh, the atmosphere not only in north, south, east, west. Think of the atmosphere in north, south, east, west, up and down. And when you have a tremendous heating of the ground, you will have convective heat coming off the uh, ground surfaces, moving upward through the atmosphere. So in other words, the warmth out in advance of these fronts is fueling the upward motion in the atmosphere. And that fervent upward motion is what adds the, uh, the final ingredient uh, to these devastating storms. Wow. Well, you've, you've put together some numbers looking at the climatology of the first half of December, and what have you come up with? Well, Dan, this is going to shock exactly no one in our listening audience, but the first 15 days of December have averaged 3.9 degrees per day above normal. So it's been a warm December thus far, no question about it. I do believe it is peaking today. And this is almost embarrassing to say because a cold front is going to come through around daybreak tomorrow, but yet tomorrow the high temperature is still going to be 48 to 54. So can you imagine a meteorologist coming up to you and telling you, um, a cold front went through this morning. It's December and you live in Torrington, Connecticut, but it's going to be in the 50s. You'd say, <laughs> this guy is crazy. But when you're talking about temperatures going from the 60s, they're going to the 50s, then they're going to be falling tomorrow afternoon as well. And then that sets us up, Dan, for what we can expect on Saturday, which is another little teaser here. But getting back to the climatology, 2.1 inches of snow through December 15th. The normal amount of snow through December 15th is 4.3 inches. We may be uh, getting close to that 4.3 when we add it to the 2.1, which is uh, we're going to be adding what comes on Saturday to that. So, um, you know, the, we're, we're a little behind on snow. We're way above average with the uh, with the temperatures, but with the price of fuel these days, I think most of uh, the Connecticut uh, residents with oil and propane and electric heating their homes are uh, probably very happy with that. Absolutely. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, which is a full-service construction company centrally located in Prospect, Connecticut, and servicing the entire state of Connecticut. Brad and I once again are happy to announce that McAllen Construction is one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, and well... Winter is here, and that means among the services provided by McAllen Construction is snow removal. In fact, McAllen Construction services the entire state of Connecticut, whether you're talking about your home, school parking lots, business parking lots, you name it, McAllen Construction engages in snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and local governments. McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year for residential and commercial building projects, utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation. McAllen Construction is there for you. 
McCallan Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. For more information, call 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or visit McCallan Construction online at McCallanConstructionCT.com. That's McCallanConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. Well, uh, we talk about the winter forecast, and winter officially arrives next Tuesday, and that is when you are going to release the much-anticipated Brad Field winter forecast, correct? Correct. And, uh, you know, right now the big player has been that southeast ridge. But as we've uh, talked about, a lot of um, storms, especially in the Pacific, typhoons and so forth, have been getting injected into the uh, jet stream flow and kind of uh, messing with the jet stream flow in a way that is going to force cold air to be able to come south uh, through the Great Lakes and into the Northeast. And I, you will see that when we do our On the Weather Map segment. We're going to talk about Christmas week. We're going to talk about New Year's week. And despite the fact that we've only had one snowstorm, uh, we had snow cover back on the 8th and the 9th and the 10th. We officially had snow cover. And again, when I say we, Dan, um, it, it's sort of uh, hedging my bets a little here. It's Bradley International Airport where the climatological data is kept. So, of course, you know, if you live in a colder spot like Colebrook, uh, you know, you may have had snow on the ground the 8th, 9th, 10th, and the 11th or something like that. I mean, it can vary slightly. So when I'm giving the climatology, it's for Bradley. But, you know, that's what is officially used for interior Connecticut, whereas the data from Sikorsky Airport in Stratford is what's used for the Connecticut shoreline. So we did have snow cover three days this month, the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th. Uh, But I am predicting snow possibilities on Saturday – Then around Christmas, if I had to say it would be more likely on the day after Christmas, and then another snow possibility on New Year's Eve day. So um, I think a lot of people want to chalk up the fact that December is a lost month and uh, ah, it's going to be warm and it's going to be snowless or whatever. But I would think we have at least three more opportunities to get snow before we turn the calendar to 2022. Wow. Well, let's take a look at that Saturday event. What's propelling that into the forecast? All right, Dan, here's the uh, short-term setup. Uh, Right now, what we're looking at is um, a warm front is up in Maine right now. So we are definitely on the warm side of the front. Again, projecting record highs for uh, today, Thursday, December 16th. The record is 60, set in 1971. The average high temperature for this date is 40. So we are going to be 24 degrees above average. The average low temperature on this date is 25, not 50 like I walked out to this morning. (laughs) So, uh, you know, to say this is the height of depression for winter weather lovers in Connecticut is true. But personally, 
I'm going to enjoy the day myself. I might take the dog for a walk. I'm going to go out there and and savor that 60-degree warmth today. But um, when we look at the weather map, Dan, for the short term and what's propelling the Saturday snow and ice, we'll have a cold front charging through the eastern Great Lakes this afternoon. And in advance of that cold front, a warm southwest flow into Connecticut. Now, the cold front will be sweeping across uh, New England, southern New England, during uh, the pre-dawn and 7 a.m., 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. It'll be crossing through. So the temperatures tonight won't drop off much because for most of the night we'll be ahead of the cold front. But the cold front will come through sort of simultaneous with daybreak tomorrow. So I am not anticipating the temperatures to go up much tomorrow. We'll say something like 48 to 54 and then maybe falling off uh, through the 40s during the afternoon, something like that. Now, that cold front helps set the stage for what's coming on Saturday. So we, we've established the fact that the cold front has come through. Now, Saturday morning, cold high pressure will be building across eastern Canada. What's that going to do? It's going to keep sending colder and colder air down across northern New England and then ultimately down through Massachusetts and then down into Connecticut. At the same time, a, a wave of low pressure is going to be located daybreak Saturday in southern Indiana. Now, that low pressure area is going to ride the front like a train moving down the track. Again, the cold air to the north, the warm air to the south. And now by Saturday, we're into the cold air. Now, the thickness of the cold air matters here, Dan, because the air has the the cold air has to go up to cloud level for us to get snow. If the the cold air first comes in on the ground because it's molecularly more dense than the uh, the warm air, so the cold air kind of burrows in onto into the ground first. So that's why we talk about the thickness of the cold layer above us. If the layer is thick enough. We will, we will, uh, the cold layer, we will have snow. But if the layer is, say, an intermediate thickness, we will see uh, snowflakes that melt into raindrops that freeze into those little ice pellets when they encounter the colder air near the ground. If the cold air near the ground is what we call shallow and, and not thick enough, the raindrop will be just super cooled and freeze on contact into freezing rain. So on Saturday, we are looking at that combination of things going on. The colder air trying to get thicker across southern New England, the wave of low pressure riding from southern Indiana off the uh, southern New England coastline to a point off, say, Cape Cod by Sunday morning. So with all of these factors in mind, Dan, I think precipitation will commence around daybreak on Saturday. I'm looking for no accumulation at the Connecticut shoreline. For the I-95 corridor, I do not think that the cold air will get in quickly enough. So I'm looking for primarily rain on the Connecticut shoreline. For the Connecticut interior, and we're talking places like Hartford South, I'm thinking an inch or less of accumulation. So let's say a coating to an inch of snow. And from Hartford North, I'm looking for one to two inches of snow. So certainly not a big storm, not by New England standards, not a big storm at all. 
but I guess you got to crawl before you walk and you've got to walk before you run. And this will be winter's way of kind of trying to come back into the region. Now, the chances of getting a covering of snow on Saturday, I love this product from the National Weather Service, and I'm bringing it back. We used it last year. The chances of getting a covering on Saturday go from 4% in New Haven, so virtually no chance, to 27% around Waterbury, to 57% around Hartford, to 61% around Torrington, to 72% at Union. So those are the odds of getting the ground covered on the day on uh, Saturday. So um, that's just a, a quick overview of the storm, Dan. It's it's not going to be that big of a deal, but if you've got uh, some plans or a holiday party or something like that to uh, drive to on Saturday, keep in mind that uh, especially in northern Connecticut, uh, there could be some driving problems because of this uh, combination of snow, sleet, and freezing rain. Well, that brings us up to the week of Christmas. And what does it look like on the weather map for Christmas week? Okay, I think the uh, storm will be departing Cape Cod on Sunday, December 19th. So uh, high pressure is the next weather maker coming in from the Great Lakes. Between the departing low and the advancing high, we will have a northerly flow across Connecticut, so it'll be colder. I mean, we're going from the 60s uh, on Thursday here, December 16th, to the 30s by Saturday the 18th, and I don't think the temperature will get out of the 30s on Sunday. So certainly not terribly cold, but um, average cold for for the time of year, maybe a degree or two below average uh, by Sunday. Now, as we head into the day on Monday, we've got high pressure over West Virginia. So the weather should be just fine for uh, people that have to do holiday shopping or, or uh, you know, need to be out traveling on, on busy Christmas Christmas week. I see no problems on Monday. On Tuesday, it looks like a little bit of a reinforcing cold front will move into New England. So we are seeing those temperatures trending down. Again, for uh, December 16th, the average high is 40. And by Saturday, I'm saying in the 30s, Sunday in the 30s, Monday in the 30s, Tuesday in the 30s, maybe even the lower 30s as that reinforcing cold front comes through. Now, on Wednesday, we're going to have high pressure through upstate New York. It looks like a calm, cold day. Uh, Again, dry roads for Christmas shopping. Now, the cold weather on Wednesday sets the stage for something possible on Thursday. On Thursday, December 23rd, we'll have a low-pressure system near Detroit and a warm front to the New Jersey coast. So we will be on the cold side of the front. Now, as that front tries to come back, first the warm air comes in aloft. Remember, it's molecularly less dense. It rides up and over the colder air. We may see an outbreak of precipitation again. And by precipitation, I mean snow or sleet or freezing rain or rain, depending on your exact 
uh, geographical location within the small state of Connecticut. So that's something on Thursday to just keep in the back of your mind. Now on Friday, which is Christmas Eve day, it looks like cold high pressure north of the Great Lakes. Again, a northerly flow. We talked about that wind direction, Dan, and the fact that you were uh, putting the streamlines on our website and so forth. That northerly flow gives you at first glance the look, hey, it's going to be a cold day. So I do think Christmas Eve, it's you know arguable who will have snow on the ground again for Christmas. It's, uh, again, I, I gave the prediction last week, the northwest and northeast hills of Connecticut and up toward the Massachusetts border standing the best chance. And I stand by that prediction right now. Um, I think whatever snow we get on Saturday may very well last because, um, you know, it's not going to be all that warm at all next week. It's now we're not, I don't even think we're going to see 40. So if, if the temperatures stay in the thirties or colder and then, you know, freeze up solidly at night, whatever is on the ground may stay on the ground. You might add a little something to it on Thursday, although I don't think that's a big deal. The cold high pressure that follows though, for Christmas Eve day and for Christmas day, set the stage for what's coming, I hope, on the day after Christmas. I hope it doesn't come on Christmas. If it came a little faster and came on Christmas, it would foul everything up. But I do think uh, perhaps a moderate snowstorm will be coming in on uh, Sunday, December 26th. And Dan, you know me. The, the one of the biggest Patriots fans in the room. <laughs> I cannot imagine them uh, that December 26th is a uh, Buffalo coming to New England game oh. playing in Foxborough, and they could be very well doing it during a snowstorm. Uh, just keep that in the back of your mind. I mean, uh, you saw Belichick's game plan up in Buffalo when the winds were gusting 50 to 60 miles per hour. Never let Mac Jones pass. I wonder what's going to happen on Sunday, the 26th, if there's a snowstorm going on. So, Well, uh, in that in that game, as you know, Mac Jones threw three times. If the weather's like that on December 26th, he won't throw at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, Dan. This is... Uh, this, this is interesting. Um, you know, we I could I could spend an hour talking about um, talking about the Patriots and sports. You know, that's my second passion. Uh, for my son Kurt, it's his first passion, and he's got his own podcast called "Playing the Field." Quote unquote. Uh, so you might want to look that up yes. at some point. It's he a great into- podcast. I've listened to it. It is a great podcast. Well, thanks, Dan. I'll pass that on to Kurt. I don't know if he listens to us, <laughs> <laughs> but we listen to him at least, right? right? <laughs> yes. You know, we, we support our youth. <laughs> but uh, that, hey, that's Christmas week, Dan. So, New Year's week, you're also taking a venture into what's on the weather map for the week leading up to New Year's, and what do you see? Right. Well, in addition to that uh, that uh, storm on Sunday the 26th, you know, I, I, I don't like doing this, and it's just sheer conjecture this far out and whatever. But that, that storm, to me, uh, it doesn't look like, you know, a rip-roaring nor'easter coming up the coast or whatever. It, it's coming out of western Pennsylvania. It'll initially be sort of moisture-starved. But I would look for a moderate snowfall. 
something on the order three, four, five, six inches or something like that for most of Connecticut on that day. Now, on Monday the 27th, the storm departs. High pressure over the Great Lakes, northerly flow, looks chilly again, although it does not appear behind this one there's much in the way of Arctic cold. So I think it'd be more seasonable. I'd guess uh, maybe temperatures in the 30s, something like that. Then on Tuesday the 28th, uh, high over New York and uh, Pennsylvania, uh, again, that would bring up uh, fairly sunny, uh, calm, cold conditions to the region. Uh, the high moves off the North Carolina coast on, um, on Wednesday, the 29th. Now, here's the fun part. Thursday, uh, December 30th, uh, I would predict at this point, increasing clouds with snow at night. And then for Friday, New Year's Eve day, uh, we're going to have one of those complex lows, uh, low in upstate New York, transferring its energy. Again, remember, we always talk about uh, warm fronts as lazy people. <laughs> they, 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 walk, they walk into the cold air and they, don't, they just don't want to go any farther. <laughs> so what ends up happening here is... The, the warm air, it's still warm over the ocean in December. It's, it's not cold. The ocean is like maybe in the 40s right now. So the, the air in Long Island Sound it, it, over the sound is in the 40s because of the warm ocean. But then say it's in the 20s over New England, all of a sudden that warm front bumps into it and it, it doesn't like it. It, it. It's, you know, molecularly more dense, the cold air. It, it It's trying to displace it, but it can't. So a lot of times those warm fronts just stay at the southern New England coast. They don't come inland. And that's the type of thing I think we're going to see on the 31st. So we'll see the uh, low in uh, upstate New York transferring its energy to a new storm that will track right across Long Island, and this one could end up being a bigger storm in Connecticut. You know, something on the order of uh, 5 to 10 inches of snow, maybe something like that. Uh, and then um, Saturday, which is uh, New Year's Day, 2022, and good riddance to 2021, right? Right. Uh, windy and cold. Wow. Well, and of course, we'll fine tune all of this as we get closer to the date and we'll have a better read on it when we do the winter forecast next Tuesday. But it seems as if what you're telling us is there is a change afoot in the weather pattern. Is that fair to say? Very, very fair to say, Dan, no question about it. And as I said, uh, today is the height of depression for southern New England snow lovers with temperatures moving up into the 60s. And then that uh, analogy I gave of you've got to crawl before you walk, before you run. Uh, we're crawling on Saturday with uh, nothing on the Connecticut shoreline to maybe uh, two inches of snow up near the Massachusetts border. And then Christmas week, we gradually are into that seasonal pattern. It's not really cold, but here's the deal. When you're up into the 60s, 30s are going to seem cold. Mm. So it, it, it's sort of back to normal for Christmas week. And then um, the, we still have the cold air in place and then these storms coming along. So the, uh, the, the storm, uh, especially 
the one uh, the one the dates i'm keeping an eye on especially are sunday december 26th and friday december 31st so we'll see how all that works out okay a little well, cocky today, Dan. A little, you know, based on last week's forecast from a full week ago <laughs> of predicting today would be spring-like and in the right. 60s. I, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, I can predict seven, eight days easily here. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, meteorology is a tremendously humbling experience. Uh, we, of course, will update the full forecast uh, on Tuesday when we do uh, the, the day of the winter solstice, when we do our winter forecast. And, um, you know, as as you have indicated, Dan, you weren't sure what's better, if we should do it Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. But uh, the point is, you and I will heavily uh, post this on social media, what we're going to do when we're going to do it so that the folks can, um, you know, they can, they can text in their questions or, or I don't know what you call it, message in their questions to us while we're on. And, and you can just ask me live while we're on, uh, you know, what, what, uh, Joe from Coventry wants to know or whatever. Sounds like a plan. And like you said, we will promote it on social media leading up to uh, which avenue we are going to pursue. But it's definitely going to be next Tuesday. And uh, I don't know how you feel, but uh, how does 10 o'clock in the morning sound next Tuesday? Perfect. Okay. Let's let's consider that a done deal. And I should have my uh, I, I don't know if we're going to uh, do a video stream too, Dan, but uh, I, uh, you know, I'll just tell the folks at home. I know this is not on video right now, but Dan has his green screen on and he's got a weather map displayed <laughs> up behind him, <laughs> which I like very much. And, uh, you know, so uh, we'll we'll see you next Tuesday for sure. Yes, we'll have some fun, definitely. Well, that said, and again, we are putting this podcast together on Thursday, December 16th. Why not uh, we put a lid on it, Brad, by giving us the updated forecast? All right, Dan. Clouds mixing with sunshine today, Thursday, December 16th, 58 to 64 degrees. The record today, 60, set in 1971. So, crazy crazy warm clearing overnight 42 to 47 that might be an overnight low for say orlando florida uh i mean this is just crazy that 40 42 to 47 for the nightly low friday mostly sunny 48 to 54 the cold air comes oozing in on Friday night. The storm comes tracking at us on Saturday. That combination, depending on the thickness of the cold layer, snow, ice pellets, freezing rain, and rain. Best chance of rain in southern Connecticut. Best chance of freezing rain south of Hartford. Best chance of sleet around Hartford. Best chance of snow massachusetts border nothing for accumulation on the connecticut shore a coating of snow and stuff ice pellets little ice or whatever hartford south and i think one to two inches of snow and ice pellets from hartford north and then for sunday sunny and cold and temperatures in the 30s all right my friend uh, to you and sandy and our podcast audience you have a great weekend and We'll talk again on Tuesday with the big 
winter forecast. Dan, you and Susan and to our podcast audience, have a great weekend and get your Christmas shopping done. And I'm mainly talking to myself. (laughs) All right, Brad. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction Company. McAllen Construction, from residential projects to snow removal.